How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast, the show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labar. And I am the other host, Tim Wagner. Tim, how is it going? It's we going. Good, good, good. We got to yeah. talk about... I'm just going to jump right into the topics and then we'll get into our housekeeping hey. because I want to get people excited about the fishing topic which is crappies crappies crappies. we're gonna talk about crappies dude it's totally the season for crappies it's full disclosure full just being out there we were gonna try to go hit some of the spawn not too long ago and um the weather took a turn for the worst here in minnesota and we've really had a cold spell that has pretty much fucked that idea up yep for the area that we were going to go fish, like if we went southern Minnesota, right. maybe because the people in southern Minnesota might be like, what are you talking about, dude? Um, <laughs> right. But, good point. Good point. Yeah. We were going to go a little bit further middle north, maybe. Middle north. Yes, I like that. And term. then and then topic two, we're going to talk about the NFL draft because I have questions. But yeah. also because it's the NFL draft. Like, it's just it's crazy to me what the draft has turned into in the last what I perceive as few years not being a huge sports guy. Um so that's our second topic. Yeah. For now let's get into a little housekeeping. Yeah. How do you feel about housekeeping? Fuck it. I don't like it at all. If I had <laughs> money, I would pay for somebody to do that for me. But I don't have money, so I got to do it myself. But yep. I choose not to a lot, so don't come over to my house uninvited or like unannounced. Give me some time, fuckers. I haven't been cleaning. <laughs> okay, let's do some real AFTV housekeeping. Tim, we have talked about May eighth. What's the big deal? What do we? What's our? What's the thing? We are making videos of ourselves and talking. Yes. Yes, we now have cameras. We are working on getting this cameras dialed in, and we are actually going to go live for our first time. Live. May 8th. Say it again. May 8th. We're going live. Woo! Yes, we are going to go live on the YouTube channel. So if you don't follow us already, please, R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. Go look us up on YouTube. Do Check the subscribe out. and the notification things and all of that stuff because yeah. you will know then when we go live. But we are going to go live May 8th on the Real AF TV YouTube channel from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. Central Time. We got videos. We got we're calibrating. Check it, check it and out. We're trying son. to do. Yeah. So, like we said in the last podcast, we we're trying to do some big announcements and things. And well, here's a little hint already. We got cameras. So yeah. Please share with your friends. Let us know everything else because let us know if you're gonna be able to make it, you know, like hit us up in the comments and stuff like that. Say like I'll be there. Uh because um, we're gonna go for four hours, man. That's a long time. That's a yeah. lot of uh, Saturday. And we expect a full commitment. If you can't be there, then don't show up. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just pop in, say hi, whatever. Four hours is a long time, but we understand that people have lives, and you might not be able to make it when we start. You might not be able to make it when we finish. But maybe you got a little chance to pop in. 
Do you, I don't know exactly. if you ever been like Facebook Live and like watching somebody else, but you can do it anywhere. You know, yeah. you're, I COVID times. I don't know what you're doing these days, but you could be at the mall <laughs> and like, yep. You know, your wife is like, I gotta run into what a where lady shop forever twenty one something like that, and then you're <laughs> just like, oh, I'm gonna stay out here in the hallway, and then. You know, bam, grab your phone, hit up YouTube. Boom. Boom. There's Josh and Tim on Real AF TV's YouTube channel. Live. And we're live. Yeah. And that's why we're going to do it for four hours. You make a perfect example. It's like four hours. We're doing, we're going to be there for four hours. So that way you can pop in whenever you feel we're going to be trying to do, you know, roll the announcements through, kind of do those check-ins. You know how these things go. We're just going to, we got announcements. We want to do it live. We're going to be playing video games, fishing, video games, of course. What? Yes. And uh, yeah, and just doing things like that, catching up, kind of, it's not going to be a podcast, uh, but, uh, you know, it's going to be a bigger, a bigger event for us, something we've never done. And I'm excited. I'm ready. Yeah. We'll have a couple of segments. There'll be this and that and the other things. There will be stuff. To watch it's not like we're just gonna be like we're going live are you guys watching hey ding 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 hey <laughs> you guys out there to sit there for four hours look at us you ever seen uh magic tricks you guys with... live on the internet before i was this is this is what a shadow puppet looks like when <laughs> there's no backlight I don't know. <laughs> just, just trying to fill time because we got nothing. We're just like, hey. Right. We do not plan on making it four hours of filling time because we have nothing. That is right. not the case. No. We have plans. We have plans. Uh, definitely going to be playing fishing video games. Going to be announcing things. Going to be periodically announcing. So please, again, May 8th on the Real AF TV YouTube channel. If you like and subscribe and all that fun stuff over there, it will just let you know. When we go live, too, of course, hit us up on uh, Twitter and Instagram, too. We keep up on those Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We'll be making sure to announce it there, too, and share the link and all yes. that fun stuff. So please it's, join us for that. Uh, side note, um, it, YouTube is where we get to go because I thought YouTube wasn't. Oh. A th- sorry for to just be like, nope. we got plans. And then all hey. of a sudden I'm just like, hey, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, but like uh, like we we had chatted about it a little bit and um yeah. youtube will work now or because oh yeah so what i chatted what we chatted about was actually youtube mobile not mm. regular youtube like we have oh, we can okay. go live we can go live youtube through our pcs we can't oh, go live okay. through with our YouTube phones. mobile, which leads me to a perfect thing of this is why we need you to help share the podcast and share YouTube and stuff like that with your friends. Just, you know, everybody's got a phone with YouTube on it. Just grab their phone and say, like, you know, you have a Google account. You have a YouTube account. I'm just going to subscribe you to these guys real quick because we need a certain amount of subscribers to be able to go live on our mobile yes. devices. And that's where and I would. That's where the yep. confusion came in for me, if yep. for anybody at home, because we had talked about this, but not all the details. Plus, yep. I'm a little slow, so <laughs> you just don't get the technical stuff like I do. Like I read it, and I just sometimes I just get it, and I don't even convey it correctly. I think is what happens. Right? No, I I'm very um, 
like uh what's the word um i can't think hands of it on. right now hands on hands on but yes like a literal like yeah. if you're like you say one thing i'm i'm just taking that and running with it i'm like <laughs> i thought you said this and there's right. no other options and then you're like no there's options and i'm like oh all right, right. yes so gotcha. anyways yes this is an interesting podcasting for people to listen to sorry (laughs) the behind the scenes shit for the last 15 minutes no i'm kidding um (laughs) let's get into it tim let's get into fishing we are going to be talking about crappies because they're delicious they are also because super good fishing um love i of course am going to bring the goofy details uh but we're not just going to talk about silly things like the white crappie is basically a black crappie. And the black no, no, crappie no. is basically a white crappie. And I also have, uh, <laughs> I'll bring in the silly too, because uh, they're both known as the paper mouth. Because Oh, really? They got floppity ass mouths. No, they're just, they're, <laughs> they're, uh, their mouths are just thin. Like when you hold them up, when you lip them, like their mouths are thin and, and the hook can rip through pretty easy. So that's one of their so nicknames. On, okay. So on that note, I wasn't planning on going there just yet, but like, whoops, what does that mean? No, no, no. <laughs> that's how the podcast works, man. We just flow. What is that? What does that mean for when you're actually fishing for him? Like, what does that mean for the hooks and stuff? Like, is there anything special that you have to do? Well, I to mean, compensate for that. Not really. They're smaller fish, so you don't want anything like too big because they're probably just right. not going to eat it if it's a massive hook. They're just not going to try to eat it when they're little, you know, so smaller sure, hook sure, sure. helps. Um, but just don't set the hook like a maniac, you know, like some of those people that are trying to set the hook um, like uh, when they're bass fishing and they take that yep. step back. We talked about that the one day they take that step back and then they go, that's right. We did. Like, yeah. If you that do that exaggerated, with a crappie, yeah, almost like they're doing it just for the camera sort of situation, right? Yeah, right? and if you do, yeah, and if you do it with the crappie, you might set the hook fine at first, but you like open up a hole. So if you give him any leeway, that hook just falls right out. Oh, right. Yeah, that's a not, really good point. Yeah, you're not necessarily um, like actually ripping their lips off, but that is a definitely possibility. It's like. They have their upper lip goes from like mm-hmm. here and attaches back here. Like if you ever catch one of the fish and you, you get, hold it, you'll see how you it gotta comes out. You got to do that again for the people who are just listening. We're still just releasing this one audio. Upper lip. So from here to here doesn't mean anything <laughs> right. in an I'm, audio podcast. I, you see, you say, you say you got to do that one again. And I just like lean further into the camera. <laughs> get closer to the camera. Yes. In case you're wondering, we are doing, we're calibrating yes. the videos in this exact episode. But Yes. So you guys aren't seeing it yet, but we are filming this one. So I'm like, this is the first time ever using the camera. So I'm just like staring at myself, trying to talk. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> People can see me touching my face right now. <laughs> um, no. So the upper lip. Um, it goes from like the center of their face almost. Well, no, the upper lip is just like a person's would be. It's like the corners okay. of your mouth. It goes all the way there. But instead of attaching to the lower lip like ours do, yeah. it's kind of free-floating there. It's oh. like a thinner, I don't even know what you would call it. 
it's not it's skin it's almost yeah it's almost like a cartilage like it's a little bit tougher oh and it and okay. when they open their mouth you know because their lips will stay tight to their face and when they open their mouth it kind of extends almost um, okay think yeah. of it like when you have some of like that corrugated tubing and there's like the wire in the tubing like their lips are like the wire and the the mouth itself like the part that holds it is just kind of like that plastic that's you know in between mm -hmm. the wire yeah. band if yeah. that makes sense to anybody um but that part is thin that's where it pops yeah. through. I forgot what I was even going at with this part. No, like you were, I distracted no, myself with the video. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that was that was sort of where it all was, is because it 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 all goes back to, you know, don't rip hard on it. You'll you may not necessarily be ripping their lips off though. Possible. Oh yeah, yeah, right. You open oh, up a hole in yeah. their mouth, which is like that's just not a set hook anymore yes, then at that point. So that's something you have to yep. think about when fishing for yeah. crappies. And that's what I was going to say. That's where I was going with it. Like how the upper lip isn't like ours where it's not attached to the lower lip. So you can technically, like I've seen it before where you in more than just the crappies, by the way, it's just easier to do with crappies, but sure. where you'll rip that membrane on the corner of the mouth and there's nothing okay. holding the corner on but that membrane. So then it's just oh. that that like bonier piece of the lip. And then it's yeah. just an opening where the hook can just slide right out. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you just it's not it's not too hard. You just can't like definitely don't go out there setting the hook like you would for a bass expecting the same results. Right. There's a little there's a little finesse to a panfish sometimes. This is kind of where that oh, yeah. conversation was going. Is like you can't don't don't just think that there's uh it's a panfish, just set the hook and bring it in, you know. There's there's a little finesse to it. It makes oh, sense. Oh yeah. Crabbies are a lot different. And a lot of people like um if you're fishing for sunfish or whatever, you can just kind of boat flip them a lot. And crappies, I definitely suggest like try to get that thing to the side of the boat and lip it and then lift it in. Or oh. just net it because I've seen like multiple times where people yeah. in my family were all fishing together and they try to swing it over and like halfway through the swing, it just like flops off. Falls out. Sure. Yeah. And then That's I get it, mad. That paper lip. <laughs> then I get mad and then they get mad because I'm just like, what the hell, guys? I told you not it's to a good do good eater. Yeah. Just like we're trying to put all these in the live well and you just, if you just had some patience or whatever, we would have got it. <laughs> you flopped it in the water and then they're just like, well, it's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, but it is. You had the fish. We had the it fish. Is. Now we don't have the fish. It's a big deal. <laughs> I need pictures for Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I need pictures. I need content. Damn it. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's get into the stuff. So let's get into the like, the the basics of them is there's a white crappie there's a black crappie mm -hmm. i got my stuff from usgs.gov for the white crappie and fsw.gov for the black crappie doesn't really matter i just like to always cite kind of what uh i'm doing here but really when it comes down to it you just go same fish same fish yeah same They're shit. fresh water the black crappie prefers a little bit clearer water the white crappie it, you know can live in a little bit more of a mucky sort Muddy. of situation yeah. but you know they're so close to the same there's just a little bit of visual look that changes is kind of what it boils down to yeah yep yeah it's it, they're really the same and and 
you fish for them different down south, and a lot of the down yeah. south stuff is white crappies, and that's because their water is like just a lot of their water is muddy, so they're yeah. fishing shallower for them because the water's muddy, so like the weed yep. line is in, is deep and stuff, and yep. they have like uh, I believe they call them spider rigs. I'm not super familiar with them because we can only okay. have one line of person here. But right. they'll have down south, they'll have like, whoops, hit the boom. They're, they'll have like one rod holder that splits off into like oh. four, like I should say one rod holder. <clears throat> they'll have like one support that'll split off into four rod holders. Whoa. And they'll have all four rods in the front of the boat and they'll be driving up in the front with their trolling motor. And just okay. kind of like trolling with all four rods in the front. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. I've never looking. even heard of trolling for a crappie. So that that oh, yeah. only were you just blowing my mind with the setup. But then you said trolling for crappie, and I was like, what? Yeah, I got a friend that lives in St. Cloud that likes to troll for crappie. Really? Like, yeah, he'll just drag like a little Mr. Twister. Uh, Mr. Huh. Twister is like a curly tail grub um, okay. with a jig head. And then he just drags that behind the boat and yeah he catches a lot of crappie that way he catches all sorts of fish but he just gets in the right depth and just drags it back there and pulls in a bunch of crappie interesting because these are they're schooling fish like they're they're both both the crappies are both black and white crappie they're schooling fish i just never thought that that was how you went about getting a schooling fish i guess because you i thought you just went out and assumed the best that, oh, they're probably sitting here and there, and you just threw out, and if you found two, you probably found a school. Keep going. Well, right, but they move, too. They don't stay in one spot a lot. Oh, and, really? Yeah. The schools, and, or like individually they split off into other schools? Do you know that much? I didn't find the, that. The schools will stay together, but the okay. whole school will move. Oh. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Even though you turned away from the mic, it really picked it up well. So. Was it? I'm trying to like make. <laughs> oh well. No, it was. It was funny. I should have just bar- burped, barbed. I should have barbed right into the thing. Um, <laughs> but no, they're uh-oh. they'll baby's they'll, awake. Uh oh, yeah. they'll move around with the whole school. Um, but there are multiple schools, so if you just keep moving, if you're in the right oh. depth, you know. You'll like, kind of hit multi- different schools. You're not just going to sit on one. Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. And especially in some of the smaller lakes, you can just circle around the deep stuff or like the nice. the right depth, not the deep stuff, but right where yeah. you think there are. Sure. Sure. I got you. Um, so back to the like the look and the uh, anatomy sort of. The easiest way I saw this, uh, it was F- FWS came with this one, is there's actually dorsal fin spikes that kind of make them different so the white crappie have six and then there's anywhere from seven to eight on a black crappie and i'm like that's still not huh. that big of a difference <laughs> but that right. was like literally the only thing i found that was the easiest way to tell them apart other than visually they're pretty different you know the white has yeah. more vertical stripes with the big white belly mm-hmm. I, I really think that a white crappie looks a little bit more like a bass than the other than the black crappie does. And I think they, I, I like to think that they have a little bit of a large mouth bass look to them. Yeah. I mean, like uh white crappie is almost kind of like a, if you're familiar with a white bass, a white bass is technically a panfish. 
So it's got like oh, almost there? like a white bass look to it. But they're they're the same fish, it's just different coloring. Like the black crappie is just more like speckles. There's not really any lines at all. It's just like right black speckles yep. on the top and white on the bottom. But I didn't know that dorsal fin thing. Like that's yeah. some there's weird little things like that too with like um musky and pike. Like when you look at musky and pike, they're pretty mm-hmm. easy to tell the difference with the coloring and stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you look like underneath their chin, their jawline, okay. there's okay. dots underneath the jawline. And there's oh. more yeah, there's more on a northern than there is on a musky. I think that's how it works. And maybe okay. vice versa. But right. yeah, there's like yeah. little dots. They're and they're like I don't know if they're sensory things. They're not like Oh, they're not like freckles. They're like little holes. They're not. Yeah, they're not color. They're not coloring like in in the case of like the black versus the black uh, crappie and the white crappie. It's almost like there's stripes there. There's these dark stripes in the white crappie where the stripes are not stripes in the black crappie. They're scattered everywhere. And it's just coloring, though. Like it's simply coloring. You think in the predator fish that it may be some sort of sensor thing well in those two that's it's just those dots in the coloring Mm. for those are definitely different too um right like they're just reversed really a northern is (laughs) a northern is dark back with light stripes and dots or whatever if there's hybrids and stuff they can change a little bit but it's dark background with the light dots Yep. And muskies is a light background with the dark dots. Ah, interesting. Yep. There's some gold in the in the black crappie too. I wanted to point that out quick before we move on. It's oh, like, yeah. Sometimes, I've never sometimes there's like little gold flakes in there. Yeah, I've never really like paid attention to that, but makes sense. Yeah, I'm gonna have to like look. There, next time. Definitely, if you catch it in the right light, like what next time when we get out crappie fishing, take a you'll you'll see it. There's and gold honestly, in them, there, fish. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever caught a white crappie. The more that I, I like, as I did the research on this, yeah, I haven't. I haven't caught a white crappie because I've never caught a crappie south of where I fish now. And yeah, south of, south of the middle of the state. Yeah, and we don't have white crappie up here. Yeah, yeah. So. Even though they do have almost the exact same habitat, it just seems like the white crappie doesn't come as far north yeah as no. the black crappie does right nope it's, they don't come as far north i don't know what that's all about they just don't yeah no i i couldn't find that either because basically they have the same habitat you know starts in the mississippi like sort of like the middle is the mississippi yeah. river and it just kind of fans out as you go south but the black crappie is much more widespread like the black crappie goes from Basically, again, the center of it being the Mississippi River, and it goes all the way through the Great Lakes and actually in the Great Lakes and basically hits all the way to the East Coast and then just runs all the way down into Florida even. Uh, And the white crappie doesn't do that. The white crappies almost kind of just fan out and they basically just go as far east as as they go as far west as like the west edge of Texas. Oh. And then they they stop short and they they there's like no white crappie in Georgia, but the really? black crappie goes all the way into Florida. So it's kind of it's weird. 
I really couldn't figure out why that is the way it is, but I think what that you're saying, weird. it must be a lot of the muddiness, right? Because like a lot of the river, like you got to think most of the things are feeding into the Mississippi and those things that are the rivers that are feeding into the Mississippi are coming out of high elevations from the Appalachian mountain, from the Rocky mountains. It's got to be a murkier situation that just yeah makes for the white crappie to be better suited for it. I don't know. I don't know either. That's weird. I'm uh, gonna have to do some digging into that too. That's I'm. I just always assume that like we just don't get them this far north, and white crappie are just like all in the southern states. I didn't know that there was like they don't go very far. You know, they don't go that far west, and then they don't go that far east. They're just kind of yeah. like in the middle of the country, and that's it. Like that's weird. I know. As as people who grew up crappie fishing, <laughs> yeah, like we have. We've been around crappies our whole life. I just had this assumption that, well, I mean, if there's fresh water, there must be crappies in it. They're yeah. just a panfish. Seemed like a versatile panfish. It's like right. doing this research. Mm, no, yeah. that is not true. <laughs> Did you also do any research on the pronunciation? Whether it was crappie or crappy? Yeah, crappy or crappy. Because uh, people down south, they definitely call it crappy. They definitely do. I have yeah. a neighbor that comes from uh, the... Ohio via Georgia area. Crappy. Yeah, crappy. Said I, it with no whatsoever, no not blinking eye, no jokes, nothing. Just seriously like, oh yeah, crappy fishing? Right. I was like, huh, look at that. Yeah. That's the same thing with the crayfish. You know, they or crawfish? Yeah, crayfish, crawfish, crawdad, yeah. some of them say. I just yeah, saw, crawdad, I think, is more Louisiana, but yeah. I just had to tell some dude on the the comment thread of it was like mystery tackle boxes poster whatever was like what do you say crayfish crawfish crawdad and one guy was like i'm from minnesota we say crayfish and then some guy from california says no you guys say crawfish and then i was just like you're not from here we say crayfish <laughs> <laughs> and i was like it depends on the date really i say crawfish That's, a lot like, yeah me too I even just, call them crawdads sometimes just when I'm yeah. talking about food, especially when I'm like, uh, get you some crawdads and throw them in a pot. Like I, right. I say like that when I'm talking about food, I do sometimes say that. Um, that's just because I'm kind of obsessed with the Louisiana boil, which I've never done. Got to work on that one. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm with you. A crayfish, crawfish. I never say crappy though. That has I never, never been know. in my I never say crappy, even though like when you think about it, that's probably how you should say it. I mean, when you look at the spelling, it definitely says Yeah, because there's crappy. two P's. Crap. Right, right. So I was looking at it. But whatever, us... you you people down south say auntie. There's a U in there. <laughs> it's definitely auntie. So suck it. <laughs> so so my research would would say that, you know, if you're if you're going to the vegetation you know, finding weeds and fallen trees and stuff like that. That's where you're going to find them. Um, yeah. Is that is that the way you fish them? And is that also the way they spawn still? Because obviously um, you went into the bass spawn yeah. a few episodes ago. And when you read about the crappies, it's like spot on exactly what you said about bass. Yeah. that's. I mean, they're really in the same area. It's just that the crappie crappies are willing to <laughs> head. Yeah, crappy crappies 
um, they will spawn like real close to each other. They don't care. They're oh, just like, okay, yeah, let's have an orgy, bro. It's whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make my bed here. You can make your bed there. Like we can high five when she gives us some eggs. So just be like, yeah, dude, <laughs> I got some. You got some. It's a good day. Uh, it's a good day. But <laughs> but <laughs> but um, they like the a lot of the same areas. Yeah, it's very similar. And then um, the laydowns or fallen trees. Um, that's kind of a like fisherman term. They call them laydowns. Um, okay. Yep. And then uh, reeds. One thing that's tricky mm-hmm. about reeds is if the water's not super clear, they're harder to see because at this time of the year they haven't grown up out of the water. Reeds will um, oh, are emergent okay. vegetation, so the the reeds will actually poke out of the water, and you'll see them in the summertime, but earlier there are some dead ones that'll like snap off like a little bit above the okay. water so you'll yeah. see those sometimes but if you know where reeds are like like shamina anybody that wants to go fishing i'm not trying to hold back secrets here like that's not <laughs> what we're about here right um any place on that lake i am not kidding you any place you can find reeds under the water there mm-hmm. will be crappie. Just go find any reeds in the shallows when it's time for spawning and throw mm-hmm. a crappie minnow on a bobber and you will catch crappie. And you might catch a walleye because they're kind of in the same area and you're for sure going to catch bass. You're going to. They're <laughs> they're up there and they're hungry and that's why the, the bass opener is later because they are strapping on the feed bags, like getting ready to spawn oh. and stuff. So ah. So when the crappies are spawning, the the bass are getting ready to spawn. Well, it I don't know if it's I shouldn't even say that it was they're strapping on the feed bag for spawning. It's like the water temperature is warming up and their metabolism yep. is starting to raise and they're just right. eating like mad. Yep. Yep. And they will sure. they will eat the minnow that you're casting out. Like I, <laughs> I probably catch just as many bass as crappie when I'm out there fishing for crappie. For crappies, Holy yeah. But crap. I'm not trying to catch bass. I just end up catching it because you'll right. You'll see the bobber and, and and like sometimes the crappie will take it so gently, and they'll all of a sudden you'll just see the bobber just moving ever so slightly to the left, yep. and you're just like, all right, there's one there, and then all of a sudden you'll be watching it. Every once in a while it'll go fast for a crappie, but most of the time you'll just see it go boom. And you're like, ah, shit, there's a bass. <laughs> Just disappears. Just gone. That's yep. funny. I did read that the um, crappie fish during spawn can lead to walleyes. And that just generally speaking, oh, yeah. crappie fishing can lead to walleye catching. Um, because I didn't know this. I really thought walleyes were way deeper than uh well given the big white eye yeah. you know i, I assume yeah. that they're deep just a deep water fish but when i was researching the the crappie it was just like uh yeah when you're walleye fishing or crappie fishing you could catch either because they're really actually competing for the same kind of food i was like what the fuck yeah and no in idea the, in no the idea. springtime for sure in the summer they'll go deeper and okay. the and the bigger walleye a lot of times will like eat perch and oh. they'll feed on some of the same bait fish and stuff but in the springtime they're definitely in the same area okay but more 
the walleyes seem to be roaming a little bit more open water. So you sure. you might catch one coming through, but they are definitely in the same areas. The the right. crappie are in one spot, and the walleye are just roaming because they're, they're done spawning. They're just like floating around in the same area. Yep, yep. Because the crappie or the walleye are done spawning by the time the crappie spawn. So oh, okay. Yep. But they're still like. The walleye, and we're not trying to talk about walleye, I know we're trying to, but it, this ties back to the crappies too, is like pretty much like we open this whole segment up with, it's like, it's dependent on water temperature. That's why, yeah, you know, the, our recent trip had to get canceled because it got cold as hell. And it's just like the water temperature is driving everything. The water temperature is way down now. For sure. Or and not going like up, I should cloud, say. Yeah. They like a nice stretch of like nice weather. It's been like cloudy and rainy and just shitty. It's even snowy in some places. Yeah. Yeah. The water temperature has to get up to around like 55 degrees and the Mm -hmm. air temperature has been lower than that for like the past two weeks. So, right. And, and walleye are the same way, right? Like they're driven by the water temperature as well. It's just, it's not like barometric pressure or something. I don't know. Right. No, it's yeah. It's the same thing. They're, they're driven by the water temperature, but the water temperature is way lower for a walleye spawn for them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like so up then as north, things start to level out, they'll they they mix and mingle and yeah. And like up shit. north, a lot of those lakes where the ice like is just starting to go off, like the walleye mm-hmm. are spawning up there right now. Oh, okay, sure. So, or they, they run up into the river too, and the river can be the the moving water can be a little bit warmer mm-hmm. sometimes. So, oh, sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. And the and the north side. The north side of the the lake, they spawn earlier. There oh, are fish on the yeah. There are fish on the south side, but it's how the the sun rises and sets and stuff. And and the majority oh. of the wind comes from the south. Okay. So the I mean, there's east and west, but like right. Very rare does the wind come from the north down. It it goes from the south and pushes all the all the surface water is warmer and it pushes all mm-hmm. that warm water to the north side of the lake. Oh. So with with the sunshine nice. and the way the surface water gets moved and stuff, the north side heats up faster. So they spawn earlier on that side. Oh. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Yes, tip. Uh yeah. So I don't want to I, I just got to get the records out there. 5.9 pound record. I know. <laughs> average size is 10. The average size is 10.8 inches. Largest is 19.3. Oldest is 15 Damn. years old. Let's go back to the weights and measurements before we move on. <laughs> is because 5.9 pound, a six pound crappie. Are you kidding me? That's insane. <laughs> Could you imagine that? 19 inches for a No, a a 19-inch crappie. I don't even know if I've got a 19-inch walleye before in my life. I think my record is in like like 14. For a walleye or for a crappie? Crappie. That's crazy is that like 5 inches is all that's different, but they get get thick. They can get get thick. Yeah, I've seen those. The dorsal fin to the bottom. The crappie get big. Yeah, like wide, I guess, for not not wide in like the Z axis, but Y in like the Y axis. <laughs> vertically. Yeah. yeah, they vertically get, they get big. They get big. Yeah. I've seen 
pictures of some tanks. I think my biggest was like 14 inches, which would put it somewhere in the realm of like getting close to two pounds. Okay. And the, yeah. And the record is three times bigger than that. <laughs> Over three <laughs> times. Could if you I'm imagine? Close to two pounds. No, it'd be nuts. That's it'd be crazy, like, dude. You know, I, just like I was talking, it'd be like the bobber just going dunk and be like, that's a bass. And you set the hook and you're just like, oh, damn, it's a big bass. <laughs> and then you get it in, you're just like, holy shit, that is the biggest crappie anybody's ever seen. Ever. <laughs> ever. That thing is gnarly. It's crazy, dude. I just saw those and I was like, okay, I have to mention these at least because, okay, okay. So before, I don't want to gloss over this point. So before we wrap up on the crappie, I want to say that that Japanese whiskey is looking great for all oh. you audio. This is only audio, but hey, you know, I couldn't, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't hey, do it. <laughs> it's tasty. I like it. Um, so before we, we uh, wrap up on the crappie topic, I wanted to say about the, the regulations because like, I'm sure it's different everywhere across the country. Of course, I stuck with Minnesota yeah. just to keep things simple for myself, for us, and and for being from being Minnesotans. And encourage you to go and look at your regs before you go fishing, because seriously, this can change every lake that you go to here in Minnesota. It's very true. I was it, just like, "What?" And it's the not body just of water. Yeah, shit. Mm-hmm. Shamana still has. Um, they changed pike last year northern is what we oh. call them here in case people right. get confused when we're saying that like i forget people don't call them northern everywhere but yep um pike uh they changed it it might have been i don't know if it was last year or the year before but they changed it from a five possession limit to 10 you can have 10 a person but i forget what the exact number is there's like you can have 10 up to this size and then like one over this pike this is still Mm -hmm. about pike yep yeah you can yeah you can have 10 now but on lake shamina they you can still only have five ah yeah there's a slot limit there like they want to raise big ones and i am noticing the difference i have definitely oh really yeah i've definitely went from like because it's a lake where a lot of people fish for muskies and like oh, I definitely okay. fish for muskies, and I notice a difference from like catching a little pike here and there to all of a sudden just like oh well, I went for muskies this morning and didn't get a muskie, but I did catch a ten pound pike. So jeez, nice. yeah. And I've seen pictures of like forty plus inches. So just pike as big on that yeah lake? pike on that lake just as big as the muskies now. Wow. Yep. Okay. Well, that's uh, that. So many questions there but like it's 10 is the limit that i said like 10 is the baseline for crappies too so when you were yeah, talking about weird? like a northern being yeah. 10 possession like i'm like how in the hell can a panfish and a predator fish be on the same possession limit i'm just like what the fuck it's because sure? the, yeah, i thought you switched because of that alone no. i just thought you had switched back to crappie no the pike on a lot of the lakes are um getting a little bit out of control they eat so many of the small fish because okay. they're the the small uh, pike are like ferocious, like really. Given the certain time of day, man, they're hitting everything that moves. Wow! And I have like I've had people in the boat to bear witness to what it's like if you get in the right spot at the right time. 
Okay. I had a Rapala DT-10, and I was casting along the weed edge around the back of this uh, the island that's on the lake. Mm-hmm. I am not shitting you. I caught a pike every single cast. Oh, my God. Every, every single one. If they would have had that 10 limit, like, we all could have caught our limit that day. And it just would have just really? been like, Yeah, and they weren't big. That was... That a was good when, eater size. That's when I started keeping them. Because I'm like, yeah. this, I gotta stop this shit. Like, it got a, it got annoying. <laughs> like, it's I love catching like, fish, but it got to a point where I'm just like, really, another one? You're, just, you're like, just like, it's not what I'm trying to. You weren't uh, even fishing for a pike necessarily. No, I was trying to catch bass. <laughs> I was bass fishing. I caught a pike. So you just started time. keeping the northerns just because. <laughs> yeah, it's like I got them into like a feeding frenzy where they were like competing with each sure. other. I bet you money yeah. there was a bass thinking about eating it, and the pike kept getting to it first, right? Because they're faster. <laughs> <laughs> just little just missiles makes sense. through the so small, so over skinny, just aerodynamic. Yeah, water hydrodynamic. My bad. Hydrodynamic. Ooh. Uh, Don't yeah. Cancel so. Us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that was what I just wanted to like. I wanted to bring it to a close with that because I couldn't believe that like there's a higher possession limit if you go to like the Wisconsin border with Minnesota and you fu- and you fish a border water. Oh, so okay. you could be like leaving. You could come back into Minnesota with like 15 crappies and I'm making that number up, but it was higher. You could have yeah. more because you could just be like, ah, I was fishing the border. Well, we just like that's hard. What? Yeah, that's we so used weird. to be we used to be 15 around here, too. I can't remember what year oh, okay. they changed that, but we used to be 15 a person, and then they changed it at one point in time. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that was just like we were taking too many of them. Plus, they don't have right. any rules that say like the other fish, a lot of them have those seasons, so you can't go and pick them off the spawning beds. But right, we right. don't have any rules for that for panfish, so we can just go pick them off the bed. But yep. that being said, as far as conservation goes... You should be uh shit, keep punching the fucking boom. I'm not this is the first time ever you using can't hear the boom. It though, so don't worry about it. Oh good. This is the first time ever using the boom too for anybody at home. So if you hear that like we're not hearing that noise right now, but if for some reason later on you are hearing something or you're watching the video and I keep going, damn it. It's because I've never used this before. This is a brand <laughs> new thing. I've been able to talk with my hands before, and this is a learning curve. I'm gonna have to get used to it. But um, hand talkers. Yeah. And especially now that we have the videos, so it's right. just like you know we don't know exactly what to do and with Ricky them, Bobby especially and... with this boom here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like ten inches is about what you want to keep. Like over ten inches, oh, okay. you technically should be putting back. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. If you're having a hard day and you catch a couple that are over or whatever, it's not a big deal. I've caught mm-hmm. ones that are bigger. You know. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a judgment call. You got a bunch of tens in sure. the live well, and you catch an eleven. You're just like, what the fuck? That's my limit, though. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> keep him. Yeah, like I'm but, just gonna keep that one. Yeah, they just they uh, they just do the bigger the fish, the more fry there is potential to produce. Because you have to have right. both the male and the female to uh, yeah make more fish. And also, right. too, um, had to explain this um, to my wife before, where it's a just like a chicken. 
when you cut mm-hmm. open the fish and it has the row sack of eggs in there and yeah. people are like, oh my God, it's full of babies. No, it's full of eggs. They're not babies <laughs> until they're fertilized. They all have right, eggs. Right, right. Don't feel bad about it. You're not right. killing babies. You're just killing the mom that wanted to have babies. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sounds so much better. Yeah, but I, better. Know, I know exactly what you mean, though. <laughs> it is like it, it wasn't, it, it's not like, which is weird, sharks, right, that actually hatch the eggs inside their body. Some sharks hatch the egg inside their body. Yeah. This is not what's happening here with these freshwater fish. Is not. There's not right. already developed embryos in there. These are just potentials. And, like, whatever. I mean, you know, there's, again, there's, it's a panfish. There is no season on panfish in Minnesota. Yeah. Catch what you catch, but, like, I get it. There's, uh unwritten rules of the road so to say and you're great to point them out because i don't know that stuff right (laughs) like i'm just like i don't know it looks like a meaty fucking fish i should just eat that thing but yeah there's actually a lot that goes into that like a lot of thinking yeah and there's no rule that says you can't so like don't come at me with just like i'm gonna keep whatever the hell i want like because you can (laughs) i'm just saying like it's better for the the like next year and the year after that and stuff. Yeah, well, like if you keep exactly all the big ones, you... eventually mm-hmm. your your fish are going to get smaller because, or your numbers are going to go down. You might have some mm-hmm. bigger ones, but they're going to be more, uh, less frequent. You won't have as many because yeah. there's not as many offspring because you're taking away the big girls that are going to lay the most eggs. So right, yeah, yeah, no, that's ex- exactly what you said at the beginning. It's just conservation. It's just sort of a general. Yeah. Like if you're an avid fisherman, these are sort of the unwritten rules of the road and that like you should. And I uh, have with Earth Day, there's been a lot of social posts about, you know, conservation and all that stuff that's uh, coming around the time when we're recording this podcast. And um, even our last podcast about giant sylvania, right? Yeah. Um, You as someone who enjoys the outdoors as anglers and fishermen and fishers that are just out there whatever kind of fishing you're doing whether it be you know trapping crawdads like we talked about earlier or pan fishing there is sort of a level that you get to where you have to start to observe that that conservation those unwritten rules of the road because even though there's no dnr law in place again dnr is what we call our conservation officers around here our conservation department around here right in minnesota yep there there may nothing there may not necessarily be anything in the regs that stops you from doing that it's sort of just best practice and i think there's only one way to do that and that's listen to the real AFTV podcast and get your hot tips yeah (laughs) for sure (laughs) but seriously there is it's like you know if you're going to get into it get into it and and find somebody we've talked about that with our hobbies podcast about that we did uh, a while ago is if you're really going to get into something, find somebody who's really into it and learn. Yeah, and for sure. I think that's, I think you're making a really good point there. That's why I did. That's how you, that's how you advance. Like you can get out there and do it yourself. The hands-on yeah. learning is going to teach you stuff, but there's shortcuts by listening to people that have been there before and they can give you tips and kind of sure. cut some of that, that stuff that's just like when people are tournament fishing like a good analogy is like when they're out there and they're using their electronics 
They're trying to eliminate dead water. The people that are winning aren't necessarily like the greatest fishermen in the world. They've just figured out where the fish are. Instead mm-hmm. of fishing the whole lake, they're mm-hmm. just fishing the spots where the fish should be. They're mm-hmm. eliminating that dead water by using the knowledge that they've gained. And if you use the knowledge that you gain by listening to podcasts like ours or other places, that's how you get better, you know? Yeah. You might be practicing your techniques all day in a certain spot of the lake, and you might not learn anything because you don't have any fish to show you if you're doing it right or wrong, or, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not getting any hints because you're not getting bit. Right. No, that's you know, a really good point. It's yeah, try like, to go go try to use a pickup line in an empty field. <laughs> hey, girl, what are you doing? Oh, struck out You're again. You're the only person around the... for three and a half acres. <laughs> There's nobody there. You're just like, God, I'm just ha- I'm not finding any women, man. I just <laughs> I've been trying everything. They're just like, well, have you actually found any of them? No. Well, go where they're at. That's the problem. <laughs> They're not in open cornfields, dude. They're not That's in the cornfield. <laughs> Christ. Oh, all right, dude. Let's let's end this uh, fishing segment on some shenanigans then and move on to all the right. second half of the podcast. Down the Random Take Part 2. We are going to talk about the NFL draft because yeah. I am not a sports guy. But Tim gets Wearing in the, the wild hat. I have questions. <laughs> I'm not a sports guy. <laughs> okay. I do my best to follow hockey, but that's also going to be part of what we talk about in the next uh, segment. Part two, random take, NFL draft. Here we go. Take the break. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. And we're... Back from the break. Welcome back to the Real FTV podcast, a show about fishing. Random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. Let's talk about the NFL, Tim. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I think the video just makes... Oh, God. We got to stop talking about the audio listeners are just going to be like, oh, man, fuck these guys. Yeah, plus we're going to put it out and they're not even going to get to watch it. They're just going to be like, where do we find the video? We're just like, you you can't have it yet. Just listen to us talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) okay i wanted to talk specifically about the nfl draft because the nfl draft is coming up Uh, a few days after the launch of this podcast it is actually on april 29th of 2001 the 2001 nfl draft is on april 29th which is a thursday which brings me to my first point what up with thursdays like well when did the nfl start doing thursdays like do you have any any recognition of that just like all of a sudden thursdays became nfl day out of nowhere well yeah so yeah so they started doing like thursday games but i think the draft has always been on a thursday because Mm. the draft isn't one day it's three days okay yeah the draft is the first round is the bigger deal because that's all the heavy hitters for the most part um where like your quarterbacks are going and stuff so and okay. some of the like high end prospects of like receivers and running backs and stuff, but a lot okay. of the skilled positions uh, is what they call them, like running backs, uh, 
Oh, really? Receivers, tight ends, stuff like that. Those are... That's what they really call them. Like, it's literally called, like, a skilled position? Yeah, yeah. That's just kind of... I don't know if you, like, literally... Like, if you found it in, like, a on the back of their trading card or whatever, it's not going to say skilled <laughs> position. But it's, like, that's what they refer to it as because you have to... Okay. You know, like, the the defensive have players hone, and stuff. They, they, you have they to, all like, have skills, but yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, there's a difference to making those catches and stuff like that it's different so yeah those are kind of called the skilled positions and um okay so round one is on thursday round two and three are on friday and they and they start different times round one starts i don't know six o'clock whatever eastern or whatever to shit Mm -hmm. like that (laughs) and then I think it might be later than that. But then round two and three, I think, starts a little bit earlier than that because it's two oh. rounds. And then okay. Saturday is like almost all day because then you got, I think there's seven rounds. So Saturday is four, five, six, and seven. Oh, they just like run the gamut on that one. They yep. just go. Well, yep. Yeah. So that, what you said is, goes because i have to do research on this stuff i don't really know much about the nfl uh well sports in general but anyways we'll we'll keep going (laughs) on that this is the life of a geek and uh the 2020 was the largest audience that the nfl draft has ever seen and it peaked at about 9 p.m ish eastern time um which makes me go back to what you just said the reason why I bring it up is because it was like 19 point. I said, why I said that really weird. 19, 19, <laughs> 19.6 million viewers at about 9 PM in that first round was their peak, uh, viewership of the first round. And of course, again, I keep saying first round, I'm doing that on purpose to drive home that like you already said, first round, first round, first round. That's when all the big hitters go is in the first round. That's always the big deal is to go in the first round. Yep. Uh, they, so we'll just say nine o'clock, you know, you said it might start at six. It, the time's not necessarily important, but it's always the first round that gets that big viewership. And yeah. it makes me ask the question is maybe you're right. Maybe nine o'clock is sort of the middle of the draft. Cause how many teams are in the NFL? 32, right? Yep. Okay. So if there's 32 teams, that means everybody gets a turn. Yep. Well, do, that's, do you how, think yeah, that... that's how it's set up. Yeah, but oh. there's a lot of trades and shit. So. Okay. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, so <laughs> like there's a lot of you can trade for future picks. So it's set up to have 32. There are 32 draft picks. But you can trade away your draft picks. So each team has a draft pick, but some of the teams own other people's draft picks because of trades. Like the Miami Dolphins have a shit ton of draft picks. Like I think, <laughs> I think the they're talking about like making other trades with other people and stuff. But the Miami Dolphins, I think, have like five first round draft picks this year. Five, yeah, first <laughs> yeah. round draft. I think so. Yeah, there's. 32 teams, 32 teams in the the NFL. And they have, and every round has 32 
picks. Yes. Yep. Every round is 32. And the Miami Dolphins own five of the first 32 picks in the 2021 draft. Yeah. Something like that. Pretty sure something like that. I mean, they can make trades and stuff. I know there was some talks about, um, I saw a headline that was like, the Dolphins are at it again. So, (laughs) (laughs) What does that even mean, though? When have the Dolphins been good since Dan Marino left? (laughs) Well, no, they weren't saying that they were good. They were just like, they made all the trades to get those draft picks in in the first place. So now they're like talking about like they're making more trades and stuff. So they're just like, yeah, here goes the Dolphins again. Oh, I assumed first round draft picks turned into winning seasons. That was a poor choice of words on my part. No, you get better draft picks when you suck shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wait now, let me me bring that up though quick about the uh, NBA because you follow basketball pretty closely. So that... Is not the same principle in the NBA? What? The, what? How does the, that work? It's the NBA is the same principle, but the NBA is a lottery. Okay. So your odds of getting the first pick are better when you're the shittiest team, but it's not oh. guaranteed. Where it is guaranteed in the NFL, it's not a lottery. If you are the shittiest team, you okay. get the first pick. Uh, so okay. Okay. the the Jacksonville Jaguars are most likely going to take Trevor Lawrence, the best quarterback. Uh, in most people's opinion, coming out in this draft. Yep. So okay. Trevor Lawrence will be a Jaguar. And it really kind of fucks over a lot of those kids. Uh, <laughs> you're just like, you're the top draft pick. You're, you're the top prospect. You've worked your whole life for this moment. Congratulations, you made it to the NFL. You get to go to the team that had the shittiest record last year. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fucked up like that but it's like whatever but that's why Jer- yeah. Joe Burrow plays for the Cincinnati Bengals because they were bad that's why mm-hmm. the Cincinnati or not Cincinnati I just said that the the Browns um, yep. the Browns got to uh, choose a quarterback two years in a row the, the number one pick because they picked Johnny Man- Johnny Manziel, and Johnny Manziel yep. just shit the bed. And I don't even know what yep. he does now. Bigs groceries, uh, but <laughs> and then they got uh, Baker Mayfield the next year. So, but Bigs yeah. groceries, yeah. He's but, a Tim Tebow, is what you're telling me. No, Tebow's at least the analyst. I don't know what happened to Johnny Manziel. He's just gone. Oh, I'm, just like I'm poof, sure, DMX like some it people. What? Hopefully not DMX it. He moved uh, to a state, stopped making music, and picked up a drug habit. No, <laughs> no, I don't know what he's up to. I really don't know. I think That's I want to so say, crazy. like last I heard. He was trying to like play in the Canadian Football League or something, trying to get like acclimated oh, okay. to maybe come in here, and then just I don't think anything ever happened of it. Yeah, but, I actually followed the CFL on Twitter, okay, um, because I assumed that they it was the Canadian Fishing League. I didn't even oh, know. Oh yeah, football, yeah. So yeah, they have a football league. I used to get Canadian football cards. In my regular football <laughs> card packs, and I just be like, "The fuck is this shit?" Did you not talk about that in our trading card episode? I don't know. That was like I don't our remember. Second episode, and I don't remember you yeah, saying. That. I might have. I had like the pro set, uh, like a box set, and pro set was a 
was a comp I'm sure it's made by some other company or whatever, but I had like the whole set. So I'm getting all these cards and I'm looking through all of them. And I had like a Brett Favre rookie of that year um, when he got signed with the Falcon and stuff. And I had some like really cool cards in there. And every once in a while you'd be like, who's this guy? And then you look at the team and it's like the, the Capricorns and you're like the fucking Capricorns. What is this? And then it's just like, oh, that's Ontario's team. And you're just like, <laughs> as a kid, you're just like, where's Ontario? <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, shit, this yeah. is Canada. No. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they don't tell us about the provinces until like fucking ninth grade. And then right. they're just like half a class. They're just like, yeah, there's like eight or nine or something provinces in canada yeah you guys ever look at the globe and you see that there's like here's america and right above it's canada yeah they got there's things that we got states they got things they're kind of like states (laughs) anyways on to the next subject yeah seriously (laughs) and it's like canada's the majority of north america like they have the most (laughs) land mass of all of north america right right. and american public schools are just like yeah canada yeah yeah canada he's a there's a couple of big cities up there, man. You know, if you ever had to talk to anybody, they they say when you're up there, they go say, "Hey, okay, all right." Then they talk a little bit more. It's like us, but more. So you know, <laughs> and then they have there's like Ontario, Ottawa. Those are big cities. It doesn't matter. You don't need to know where they are, but that's what <laughs> those are. Some now you can go there. I remember when we were younger too. You used to just be able to drive to Canada. You just drive up and go yeah. into Canada. It was no big deal. And now you have to have a passport to go there. Yeah. Like, and, really? And, it's just Yeah. And even and during even COVID, far. we're just completely shut off. Only essential workers are coming over the border now. Like, you can't even go to Canada, from what I understand. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it feels oh, so weird, especially uh, being speaking, Minnesotans, right? Speaking of COVID, I also wanted to bring up the fact that that is 100% why the NFL draft was as big as it was. Because yes, it was. There Thank was you. no sports going on. There was right. nothing. There was like everybody was like super into like the Japanese baseball league because that was like the only sport you could watch. They're just really? like Japanese people are still playing baseball. Let's watch baseball. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I know it. the Japanese culture in general is super, super into baseball. We get really yeah. good. We we like in. I mean, we as in like the MLB here is still the biggest baseball league in the entire world. We get a lot of Japanese uh, to come and play in the MLB. Yeah. It's yep. uh, really, it, you know, it, it is a place that the MLB is going and scouting for sure. A hundred percent that in Cuba and they're Cuba. huge and they're good. And I had no idea they were still playing last year. I, I, how did I miss that? Because yeah, I think I'm, it was Japan. baseball. I, I'm pretty sure it was Japan, but yeah, they were just like, they were still playing that. Cause I remember, um, uh, my fantasy league, fantasy football league is, uh, a dynasty, like where we keep most of our players and stuff. So right. there's like trades going on all off season and everything. And, um, Oh, there's like a chat. Yeah. There's like a chat, um, on sleeper bot. It's a dope app. I really like it. But okay, Sleeperbot, cool. like, we're constantly chatting, like, year-round on there. And one of the guys yeah. likes to gamble a lot. 
And he's like, I don't know anything about this Asian baseball. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm just I'm putting you know money about on this it. Asian baseball. He doesn't even know what country it is, and he's just yeah. like, I don't know Asian baseball. <laughs> yeah, it was just. Oh, I guarantee. Also, it was Japan because Japan was supposed to have the Summer Olympics, so they were doing the whole like Florida Super Bowl thing. Like, yeah, there's no pandemic. Everything's fine. Too much money's in. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Um, so a hundred percent, it was Japanese baseball. Even with having not known myself that that's what was going on. I guarantee right. that's what was happening. So you made a really good, or you made some a reference to your dynasty league fantasy. Um, yep. I am curious, did I'm, I'm wondering if the draft and fantasy, there seems to be sort of in my mind, this is my perception as, as a geek who doesn't follow that much, doesn't follow sports super closely. There has been, if you could put a line graph there would be a parallel line of fantasy getting more popular and the draft getting more popular. And you being in a dynasty league, is that something that influences your league? Like, do you think people are watching the draft or getting more involved in the draft just because they have money on the line with a a dynasty league? For sure. Like, well, so with the draft and stuff, you want to see, like, if you follow, like with us, um, this year we will draft what's not so we keep a start over a little bit there we keep all of our starters so we okay. have quarterback two receivers two running backs a tight end a kicker and a defense okay and then a and that's flat. what plays every no, week like those yeah. are the positions that play every week yes Yep. Okay. It, actually, yep. there might be two flexes. I forget. It doesn't really matter, but we no. keep all of our starters plus two bench players. So okay. we only drop five players total off of our roster. Okay. Out of all the, I mean, you get to have all your starters and your bench players. Normally, you're starting over with a whole new squad, but we only have five spots left. So when we draft we only draft rookies or what's left over, like what other people dropped last year. And sometimes those prospects that have been dropped end up, you know, getting traded to a different team. And all of a sudden you're just like, I think he's going to be better than he was before. So, and then also like, you're just filling up your bench, you know? So you might be taking, you know, versus a rookie who might not play. You're taking like a veteran who just is, okay you know but that's that's all we're drafting so we're definitely you know you're interested in your prospects that you've been watching you're like i really like this receiver from this college i want to see what team he gets on and if he gets put in a good situation you know like Mm -hmm. uh there's certain teams that are known for throwing the ball more like Ah. i remember you know baltimore the one year gets a receiver everybody was really high on and they're known for running the ball a lot and everybody's like right. oh shit he went to the <laughs> wrong team so and Damn i ended up Nobody's actually drafting that guy so last year my whole dynasty league i was i think the only one that kept working during the lockdowns and stuff so everybody oh. was super bored being cooped up and stuff yeah and we actually ended up drafting before the nfl draft we drafted our rookies oh. before they were drafted to a team. 
Which seems it, to me like the complete opposite, which is why I think what I was saying is there seems to be a parallel line. Is like people are watching the draft because in two weeks they're going to be drafting their fantasy team, so they want to watch the actual draft to get that insight just like well, you were saying yes. right oh he went to baltimore shit they don't run the ball or they yeah. only run the ball basically right. they don't throw so i ain't picking him well, even though he was high on my list before right. as a receiver yeah well here's what happened it actually made the draft super exciting all of really? us kind of dropped the ball on like making it happen again this year but i think a lot of us were like I really wanted to do that again because <laughs> like you when wanted you to draft doing well, the draft before the draft, is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because when okay. you draft all your players, then you're just waiting. Like, where's my guy going to land? You see like <laughs> this team's up and you're like, Oh, that would be perfect for him. Take my guy. I want yeah, my guy on yeah. that team. Come on. And I ended up hitting the jackpot, dude. I got, I had the eighth pick in the draft. So okay. I should have had one of the, not worse ones, but like it shouldn't have been that good. Right. And I got Clyde Edwards Alaire, and he ended up getting drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs. And he would have easily went the first pick overall in our rookie draft. Right. If we would have drafted afterwards because of yep. his situation. Yeah. So then I got sure. all this draft capital and one of the guys, you know, really liked him and he really likes running backs and ended up trading me. And a lot of trades made my team into this team that in a snake draft wouldn't be possible. You know, a snake sure. draft is like starting over from the start where you where you start from like round one. You go if you have the first pick in the draft, then you have the the next round you have the if you have the first pick in the first round, you have the last pick in the second round. There you go. That's how you yeah. do it. Yep. So that's, you know, snakes back and forth. And right. um, in the snake draft, my team wouldn't have been possible. And because of that, I won. Nice. I was the champ last year. <laughs> so, <laughs> champ, baby, champ. You're a champ. And that stellar team I got to keep. All those players right. came with me to the next year. Right. And hopefully Hell they yeah. stay healthy. Two of my best players were injured on my bench. So, oh, damn. Yeah. I made some trades Does... last year for a guy that was hurt because I had so much depth that I'm just like, yeah, I'll take him and hopefully he gets healthy next year. So now I have hopefully. potentially a better team than I had last year. And that's where the real money come in because our dynasty team or league. If you can win two years in a row, then you get the dynasty pot. The money just rolls over until oh, somebody wins two years yeah. in a row. Yeah. Which is exactly what I said when I was like saying this is like, I think there's like a, the, there's money involved now, right? Like you do, you oh, have yeah. these dynasty leagues and even just regular fantasy leagues where you're just like renewing every single year. There's, there's almost always money involved, just a little local, you know, everybody kicks in 20 bucks or whatever, but does it doesn't, the amount yeah, of money doesn't really matter higher. because you want to avoid the tax, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, I'm the tax man. See, I'm going to come and get you. Right. <laughs> but seriously though, on, on, on like, I do, think that that even if it is a, as little as like three bucks a person five bucks a person you know five bucks and it's like the pot is a hundred dollars or whatever the case may be i do think that it motivates people to just care that much more about the nfl because those moves that you're making each week uh make a difference but those moves that you make right away at the beginning of the season 
with the draft alongside the actual NFL draft, they they will influence you going into fantasy league or like your case, you guys actually did it early. Did it make you want to watch the draft more? Yes. Yeah, that's why we wanted it. Like, that's why we were all excited about it. Because you're just sitting there waiting. Like, where's my guy going to land? And then the next day. Where's my guy? Yeah. And I just nailed it, man. Like, I picked up a bunch of different running backs. And they ended up, a couple of them ended up not being that good. And not getting playing time and stuff. But they landed in ideal locations where, like, I was able to make some trades for like slightly better players. And then you wrap in deals mm-hmm. where I'll give you these two guys for that one guy. And eventually I just had this team that was just ridiculous. <laughs> I beat, I'm not like bragging about how crazy everything was this season, but there was one game where like the stars aligned and all my players did like just about as good as they could. And I beat the other guy that I was playing by, I think it was almost a hundred points. Jesus. Yeah. When his team didn't even put up a hundred points, I think I beat him by more than his team scored. Jeez. Yeah, it was nuts, but that was just one game. The rest of the games, I kept having injuries and stuff. And I'm just like, man, and my record wasn't even that good. Like going into the, Mm -hmm. the playoffs, like I just kept having people like putting up these stellar games against me. So Anything can happen, but it was it was a good season. I was it champ, was a baby. It's a champ. <laughs> <laughs> and so the to to go back or like to to specifically focus on like the tele the television version of the draft um, because that's really sort of where I was going with this or how this topic came to me because I got a fucking commercial for the NFL draft. Like I was just watching TV. <laughs> I can't help but acknowledge the video. Did you just get a hair in your drink? <laughs> yeah, like I saw it and I thought I picked it off and then I went to drink and like with the lights, I keep, I keep every time I put it up to my face, I'm just like, fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay. So the television version, I mean, if it wasn't for for all of the televised, you know, the draft wouldn't be that big. Like, I just don't remember it being that big in the 90s. It, and it wasn't, I don't, I just, I there's no way it could have been, even though we were kids, there's just no way it could have been as big as it is now because now the NFL no. network is covering it, right? But also yeah. the NFL's hyping it up. So like ESPN's covering it, ABC's covering it. They have these like they they sprawled the networks now. But also if you get in with ESPN, that's just Disney and ABC's Disney Tune. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. let's not get into all that shit. The what I'm trying to say is like the NFL network came around. We were kids of basic cable or like antenna TV. And and then we watched satellites come around. Right. And then when satellites came around, what started happening? We got these specific networks. This is where we got the NFL network. This is where we got like food network. This is where we got HGTV, all of these very like, um, what the internet's doing in a hyper-focused way. We got these specific versions of channels where no longer were 
you tuning in at 9.30 to watch the news, which would be followed by a sitcom, which would be followed by a crime drama, which would be followed by static because the TV would go off of air. <laughs> you right. are now only getting food network, only food stuff yeah. for 24 hours a day. You're only getting news yep. for 24 hours a day. Like we watch that birth itself. And the NFL network is a product of that. And yeah. that's where back to the beginning, the NHL, I don't have any access to the NHL. I love watching hockey, but when yeah. you put it behind that paywall, it's like, fuck dude. That's so hard for me to track down. Like it's the same it's thing with it. the NBA right now. I haven't, yeah? I think I watched like one wolves game because we're not good enough to make it on like the regular, uh, big time broadcast and stuff. So you like gotta ESPN get the and shit that we were yeah. Just so you gotta get Fox mm-hmm. Sports and Fox Sports are they're just fucking dicks, I guess. They just charge too much. Like nobody has them. So yeah, and actually, with the following the Twins coming up, um, they're in the same boat as the Wild. Um, speaking for Minnesota teams, because that's you know what we do. We're from Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, Bally Sports. Like, who's that? I thought they were an exercise company. Uh, yeah. Turns out they're an exercise company and a casino. And now they own this old, what used to be Fox Sports Network in our area. Fox Sport oh, North is now yeah. Bally. And yeah, my I don't know if that me means that, that they're going to be getting better deals. But yeah, you're right. Like, if you have certain, and I'll just use Hulu as an example. Like, you That's had Hulu yeah. last year. You had Hulu Live last year and Fox Sports North had a deal, but it's like every year they go through negotiations because they have sports and it's like they just fight the shit out of them. Or you just pay the NFL network directly $12 a month or whatever the case may be, or the NHL network, right? And it's like, well, fuck, dude. I just, I'm not going to do that for one game every three days or in the NFL's sake, one game a week. Like, I'm yep. not going to pay $12 a month for that. Nope. Yeah. But would you do it for the draft now that you're more involved? You know what I mean? Like, would nah, you ever go you all the way that far? No, because I don't need to really watch it like that. Like, it was fun doing it to watch them do that stuff. And I like to watch the highlights. Like, right after they – that's my favorite part is when they tell you about the player, when I get yeah. to watch his highlights, and then I can formulate mm-hmm. my own opinion because a lot of times, like – I don't want to say that like I'm some expert and I know everything about them, but yeah. a lot of times I watch these highlights and they're showing all the highlights and I'm just like, every one of those catches, he was wide open. Did he make <laughs> a move to get wide open or what? Like I'm not, you have no contested catches. Like I'm sure he's good and that's how he's getting open. But when he gets to the next level and there's a person that keeps on him that he can't right. get away from, How's he going to do? I haven't seen any contested catches and some of that stuff, like where you're not proven. I kind of shy away from some of those guys. I have a hard time, you know, this is going to be my guy. I only get five choices. You know, it's, you know, (laughs) there's not, not a lot of rookies and stuff, but I do, I do think it would be fun to go to one of the drafts. Like, cause they, in person. Yeah. They hold, we were actually for my 30th birthday, me and Shannon went to Chicago and didn't have any, uh, recollection, not recollection, didn't have any knowledge of the fact that the draft was going on there. 
and they're oh. like setting up for the draft as we're just trying to spend time in Chicago. Right. And we're like, damn it, we missed it by like a couple of days. You know, like Shit. it was like we were there on the weekend and like that coming Thursday. Thursday. Was when it <laughs> yeah, was when it was gonna be on. So I'm like, holy shit, like all the new like the biggest stars in the NFL, the biggest future stars in the NFL are probably in town right now. Like, right. You know, they're probably just like, like you could have been eating themselves. next to X next to like the, the biggest NFL star, one of the biggest receivers of right. that season. And, yep. but that's also a good, really good point to like my whole perception of it. You just kind of solidified my perception as almost reality because when it's been on this like rocket ride of popularity and i just i i understand there's a lot of money in the nfl that america loves the nfl i like watching football on sundays i i get it man i get it but like you went to where the draft was happening a few years ago and didn't even know it was there i guarantee in 2022 you're traveling you'll know you'll well, ha- you'll know where the draft is like we, if you're dra- yeah. if you're traveling during the period of time when the draft happens you're just gonna fucking know when that is right. now yep we knew you could see like they definitely made a big deal about it around town like once we got sure. there sure, but sure, we sure. didn't know yeah definitely had no idea where i mean if i would have paid attention more like I kind of forget about football. I'm so into fantasy football when it's time that when football, like when the season's over, yeah, I kind of stop. Otherwise, I'll get burnt out of it. So right. I kind of almost have to take a break of it and go fishing. Sure. You know, <laughs> <laughs> go fishing. Yes, so, exactly. And then it's like Perfect. when football comes back, that's like all right. It's getting time to, you know, it's starting to get colder. Starting to wrap this thing up. So now I get to go back to football because it's getting shittier out to go fishing but <laughs> right, um, right exactly yeah the other thing that uh a lot of people do and if you watch um that definitely happens every year is roger godell is the nfl commissioner yep. and he comes out and announces all the picks in the first round oh okay and every time he comes out to try to say anything just everybody's just like boo <laughs> Fuck you, Godell. Boo. Fuck you. <laughs> it's great. Everybody does it. They're all just like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> ESPN and ABC are quick to like on the seven second delay, like mm-hmm. trying to cut off the audio. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, <laughs> uh, they just have people so piping funny. in their own sounds. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like covering up their mouths you just see it blatantly the guy's just like you're a piece of cupcake and just, <laughs> just like, they can just say he's a piece of cupcake like just those terribly edited uh yep made the for dubs. tv movies yep <laughs> <laughs> oh those are oh, some of the best God. ones ever oh they are yeah, I, the, you, I, I got since we're talking about that, I got to share my favorite one of all time. I was watching Half Baked on like yeah. TNT or something, yes. and the the real line in Half Baked, uh, Dave Chappelle's character Thurgood, 
is they're they're having Kenny go down to the store to get all the snacks, all this stuff. Yep. He's like, yeah, they they give him this list. I need this. I need that. And that third goods and like, yeah, get some papers. And uh, what's that stuff? We used to eat it all the time back in the day. Pussy. And, yep. <laughs> and everybody's like, ah, that's a good joke. Yeah. And the way that they edit it for TV goes, what's that stuff? We used to eat it all the time in the back in the day. Pudding. Pudding. That's right. <laughs> he says pudding. I'm like, ah. <laughs> they just literally turned it into a food. Food. They had that long pause, that long build up to just like pudding. Just everybody's say just like, food. yeah. Everybody's just like, huh? Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're high, this probably pudding would be a good thing probably to eat. Pudding wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, it's like you're just solving cotton mouth and your sweet tooth and your snacker, and you get it all at the same time, man. Hits all the notes. <laughs> I get it. People say that Dave Chappelle's a genius. I see why. He's he's hitting all the marks. <laughs> oh, shit. Nice. All right. Let's end on the half-baked note then. Because <laughs> I, I just love it. Oh, so good. Oh, such a good movie. Uh, this is think... not the first time that it's come up, and it no, won't be the say, last. You better sure believe that. I said before. I oh, think we it's definitely have. It's definitely my favorite movie from my childhood. It's weird to say that that's my favorite childhood movie. <laughs> favorite childhood movie was watching those guys get fucking high as hell. High as hell. Maybe we're just gonna have to do a whole episode on Half Baked Alone because God, that movie. Anyways, it's not the first time we brought it up. Won't be the last. Yeah. Follow us R E E L A F T V on all of the social medias. YouTube. Facebook. If you just look it up because we had to do a workaround with the handles with the dots and the underscores and all that crap. So if you just look up R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V please follow us and share with your friends because we're doing a big live presentation on May 8th. We're going to start at 9 p.m. No, 9 (laughs) a.m. Central and go until 1 p.m. Central on May 8th. We're going to do live. Till one in the morning. (laughs) Even though we technically are, you you guys just don't see that. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Anyways. That's it. Please, YouTube, we're live, the Real AF TV channel from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Central, May the 8th. Come hang out with us. We're going to be playing video games. We're going to be talking about some big announcements with Real AF TV. It's going to be fun. We are not just going to stand there, sit here, yeah, and be blank. I'm going to be talking about what lures I would be throwing. You want to know what lures to throw? I'll show you what. Well, not... I said that weird. (laughs) (laughs) Just had to reboot for a second. I'm going to show you what I would be throwing in that time of year. Remember when I was talking about go listen to somebody who knows? Take a little shortcut. Here's your shortcut. I'll tell you what I have caught fish on before and what I will be using again because I know that it works. Yeah. So even though we're going to be playing video games, we're going to be keeping it as fishing as possible. It's going to be nerdy because that's what I bring to the table, but that's also how the video game part works. But yeah, Tim, Tim, you play video games, you get nerdy. I'm a nerd, (laughs) not a geek. 
A geek. Yeah, I was going to say, geek. it's geeky. Tech tech is geek, right? Nerds are like... Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.